Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. My name is Trish. I'm the park naturalist at Antelope Island. Last month, we talked about the history of sea monkeys, a nostalgic toy popular in the 70s and 80s um, that was advertised in comic books. If you haven't had a chance to go and listen to that one, do um, go back and download it. It was a really fun one uh, to record and a really good precursor to this episode. So this month, we are talking about brine shrimp, the tiny crustaceans that inhabit Great Salt Lake by the trillions. Most people who visit the lake and Antelope Island don't realize the abundance of life in the waters of Great Salt Lake. Uh, The lake has even been nicknamed America's Dead Sea. Great Salt Lake is far from dead. It is thriving with life from brine shrimp, brine flies, algae, and bacteria in the water. All of those things have an important job to do. So if you visit the lake between spring and fall, you will be able to see these teeny tiny brine shrimp in abundance um, in the water right at our beach or our marina. Brine shrimp or Artemia salina are about the size of a tic-tac when they are full grown, just about a half inch. They don't look like the shrimp that we eat at all. They have a head and long tail and a bunch of feathery appendages that are used for swimming and eating. They're somewhat transparent and sometimes they can be a peachish or a pink color. Um, And this color difference is due to food resources and other environmental factors uh, at the time in the lake. You can easily spot the difference between a female and a male brine shrimp. The females have a large egg pouch at the base of their tail. Uh, and it's it's transparent, so you can even see the little teeny eggs inside. Uh, and the males have large claspers near their heads. Now, as you can imagine, conditions in Great Salt Lake are very, very harsh. The lake's water differs in salinity between 7 and 28 percent. Um, compare this with the ocean, which is around 3.5 percent. So it's a lot, lot saltier. Because the lake is so shallow, the temperatures also can swing wildly between below freezing and above 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, So the creatures that live in the lake really have to adapt to these harsh and quickly changing conditions in order to survive. And adapt they have. (laughs) Um, Great Salt Lake, when it is full, only averages around 17 feet deep. So you can imagine that even temperatures between day and night are going to vary with the temperature of the air. The lake this year reached its all-time low level uh, this summer. So we're nowhere near the 17 feet in average depth that we should be. We're much shallower. So those temps are going to swing even more drastically. Brine shrimp are able to survive in water temperatures ranging between 50 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit. And not only that, they can survive a wide range in salinity levels. They can tolerate anywhere between 1 and 20% salinity. This is great news because Great Salt Lake varies in salinity between around 7 and 28% depending on where you are on the lake. Um, So those um, northern arm salinity levels, that's where we get into the 28%. Brine shrimp do not do well up there, but everywhere else on the lake, they thrive. Uh, Females will either produce eggs or live young, and this depends on the environment at the time. 
If food is abundant, the water has plenty of oxygen, temperatures are within that range, females will have live young. If things are less ideal, if the oxygen is getting depleted, if the water temperatures are too low, they will lay eggs. And they do this very, very quickly. A female can produce 150 eggs or live young every four days. <laughs> All of those babies really add up. Uh, the lake is home to an estimated 17 trillion brine shrimp during their peak season. When eggs are laid, they can dry and remain viable for 25 years. So that is going to prove handy since right now the surface area of the lake is only about half of what it should be. There are a lot of dry brine shrimp eggs out there. It's also really great for the brine shrimp business. Yes, there's a brine shrimp business and it is big business to the tune of around $60 million per year for our economy. When female brine shrimp lay mass quantities of eggs in the fall, the eggs will float in the super salty water of the lake. So even though individual eggs are about the size of a speck of dust, the quantity of eggs on the surface of the lake uh, will look similar to an oil slick. Ribbons of reddish brown eggs or cysts are all over the lake surface in the winter, waiting to be collected by brine shrimp egg harvesters. You can see boats out uh, on the lake harvesting these cysts right now. Small planes will fly over the lake looking for these ribbons of eggs. Then boats will throw out boons to circle the slicks, a lot like how oil spills are contained. Uh, then they'll vacuum them up into holding containers on the boats. Brine shrimp season starts October 1st every year and usually ends in January. The end date can vary based on samples collected by Utah's Division of Wildlife Resources. Yes, the same agency that assigns fishing limits at your favorite reservoir also monitors the concentration of brine shrimp and eggs in Great Salt Lake in order to maintain a healthy ecosystem. Brine shrimp are a keystone species, meaning without them, the health of Great Salt Lake and those of us who depend on it would drastically change. So the good folks over at DWR are charged with making sure that enough eggs are left in the lake after the harvest to protect this fragile environment. So let's talk about that. Why should we care about the brine shrimp? I mean, aside from the $60 million uh, per year that it adds to the economy. First, let's talk about Great Salt Lake's birds. The lake is a stopping point for millions of birds of hundreds of different species. We are positioned perfectly as a stopping point along the Pacific and Central flyways for migration. Those millions of birds stop at Great Salt Lake to rest and breed and refuel and nest along their journey. Now, one of those birds is the eared grebe. Over 500,000 eared grebes will visit the lake to fatten up on brine shrimp every year. An individual eared grebe will eat around 28 or 29,000 shrimp every day. So it's a good thing that the shrimp are producing so many babies so quickly. Uh, the grebes are a fascinating little bird and probably a good topic for a future episode. But this is just one of so many different species of birds eating shrimp from the lake. Without the shrimp, we would lose these birds. And I'm not saying that the bird migration would go somewhere else so we'd miss out on all the bird watching opportunities. I'm saying that without this critical food source, the birds would really suffer. Need more convincing that brine shrimp are super duper important? 
Well, let's talk about water quality. Earlier, when I talked about the shrimp's anatomy, I mentioned that their leg-like appendages are used for swimming and eating. It's weird to think about using legs to eat, but brine shrimp filter algae from the water using these appendages. They are filtering algae out of the water. Without the brine shrimp clearing the water of algae, the lake would suffocate from an overgrowth of algae. Do you think the lake stinks now? Imagine if there were no brine shrimp cleaning that algae out of the water. So the next time you visit Great Salt Lake and Antelope Island, check them out. In warmer months, you can see them easily just right in the water on our beaches. And we also have an aquarium with live brine shrimp year-round um, that you can see in our visitor center. Thanks again for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. If you like it, share it. Tell your friends. If you have questions or ideas for topics for the podcast, send me an email to tackley at utah.gov. For park information and current conditions, check out our website at antelopeisland.utah.gov. You can also find us on Facebook at Antelope Island SP, Instagram at Antelope Island State Park, Twitter at Antelope SP, and search for our channel on YouTube. See you on the island.